0: This is a 10 minute story, and it's the last video. After this video, I really won't be making any updates to the channel. This video contains no jokes, it contains no useful information, it's just a long story about why I made this channel and why I think it makes sense to announce that there won't be any more videos. And I'm gonna be upfront here. If you don't wanna listen to the whole video, if you just want the summary right now, I'm gonna overview the three main reasons why the channel is closing. The three main reasons are work, pandemic, and family. And after I go into detail about work, pandemic, and family, I'll be talking for a little while about how this YouTube channel is one of my favorite and cherished things. Okay, that's it. That's the TLDR. But if you're into it, here's the longer version. First, let's cover the three big reasons for closing the YouTube, and then after that, I'll talk about why I love this YouTube so much. But first is work. I never wanted to disclose what I did for work because I was always worried about what would happen if people somehow figured out where I work. It's the internet, after all, and I wanted to have some privacy. But I've decided that admitting a few things will help my situation make sense to listeners. I'm a high school English teacher. I have been a full-time teacher ever since I started this channel. I've taught hundreds of students at this point. It might even be thousands. If it is, though, it's, it's like a low thousand, maybe like two thousand. But it's not like ten thousand. May- maybe one day I'll get there. Some channel viewers even figured out that I was a teacher because for the first four or five years of the channel, I posted way more videos during the summer. And then right around September, I would stop posting. And then I'd post again during the next summer. So if you ever noticed that pattern, it's because I would have downtime during the summer to goof around and do YouTube things. But over the years, I made less and less videos because I made a promise to myself. I would never prioritize doing YouTube over teaching. Now, teaching high school is not making me a rich man. But I'm I'm proud of what I do. Now, for anyone out there who thinks that teaching is easy, I, I want you to understand that I'm not a genius teacher. There might be some genius level teachers out there that find teaching very, very simple, but I'm just an average person. And being average means that I have to do a lot of things for my job. First, since I'm an English teacher, I'm constantly rereading all the books that I'm teaching. Even when I'm reteaching books from previous years, I revisit the books. I do this so that I can refresh my memory about the books and adjust my lesson plans from day to day. On top of that, I assign a decent amount of essay writing to my students, and when they turn in their essays, reading all their essays is really time consuming, and I do it. I read them. That's hundreds of pages of reading, and that takes a lot of time. Then in my class, I have this policy. If any student in my class gets below a B on an essay, they're allowed to meet with me and rewrite the essay until they get a B. So we have a lot of meetings. There are some students who show up in my class and they've never written an essay before. So to get that B, we rewrite their essays over and over. And that takes more time. So that's the work background. Work is the first reason that I officially need to end the channel. The second reason that I really can't do this anymore is that the pandemic made work tougher. So let's talk about 2020, COVID, pandemic. For 2020 and 2021, our school switched to online learning. And that was... That was a rough switch for our school. We're back in person now, but it was a tough time. I'm not going to go deep into how difficult that switch was because you all were there, you know. You've heard about things. You've seen the videos of teachers trying to figure out how to teach online. That was me. Every teacher during that period was basically redesigning high school lesson delivery. Redesigning curriculum is hard and my school didn't even give raises for that. I had just recently in 2021 received my master's degree and I thought I'd have more free time but the 2021 school year was hard. We went back to in-person learning that year, and that wasn't easy. People got sick. Transitioning is tough. And last year at the school where I work, we had more people quit that year than have ever quit before in a single year. It's normal for people to change jobs, but in general, it's not normal for a school to have like 20% of the staff quit. And they had lots of reasons. Again, COVID, pandemic, family stuff. I'm not blaming them. I'm just saying that When one of my coworkers got sick with COVID and he couldn't come back for the second half of the school year, I had to teach an extra class to help cover the loss. And when I say loss, I don't mean that he died. He just got really sick and some other things happened and he had to take the rest of the year off. So, I was teaching more than ever. And teaching an extra class used up even more time. Our school is still recovering from all of that. We're still trying to bounce back into the normal routine of things. I'm sure that schools are still doing their best to figure things out. Again, I don't blame anyone, but figuring out all this stuff took up so much of my time. So that's a quick overview of the second reason, the pandemic. The pandemic made things tough. It's still making things tough. When students get COVID, it knocks them out for two weeks and helping them catch up is even more work. So moving on to the third reason that I officially have to close the channel, family. In 2020, I got married. And that meant that Tina and I were dealing with a lot of things. We were in the middle of planning the wedding in 2020. But when COVID started shutting things down, plans had to change. We canceled our original wedding plans, made new ones. Wedding planning takes time. We eventually decided to have a tiny COVID wedding. Socially distanced wedding. An entire church for 22 people. We were done in 45 minutes. Then we went home. Reception canceled. We didn't want to be too risky. As a side note, you know what we didn't cancel from that wedding? The cake order. We found this baker that we really liked. Simple cake style. Not like a crazy multi-tier, ridiculous cake sculpture. We don't, we didn't want any of that. We, we picked this baker because his cakes just had good flavor. We commissioned this guy to make enough cake for about 200 people. And when the pandemic happened and we had to change our wedding plans, Tina had this idea. She said, technical, this might be a stupid idea, but what if we just, what if we just eat all the cake? And I said, what? And she replied, well, we love this guy's cake so much. So instead of trimming our cake order, let's just keep the cake order the same and eat it all. And I said, yeah, okay. So we kept our cake order the same. We had enough cake for 200 people, even though only 22 people showed up. Now we sent a lot of cake home with our families after the wedding, but Tina and I still took home about two weeks worth of cake. And when I say that, you must understand. I don't mean that we had a piece of cake after dinner each day for dessert. What I mean is that I ate three slices of cake a day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for two weeks. If that baker hadn't retired from baking during the pandemic, I would have given him a shout out in this video, but last I heard, he doesn't bake commercially anymore. So wedding complete. After that, Tina and I bought a small condo together, That was its own adventure, but let's fast forward. Here's something I didn't expect about married life. If you have a big family, they destroy your weekends. We now have a situation where Tina and I both have very large families. And what that means is every weekend is someone's birthday, or it's someone's anniversary, or it's someone's party, and there are a lot of family things to go to. When we weren't married, Tina and I wouldn't go to every single family event. For example, when we were dating, I might skip Tina's brother's birthday party if I was busy or something. But things are different now. Tina's brother is now my brother-in-law. On top of that, I've gotten to know her family a lot more. So I try my best to attend as many family things, and Tina tries her best to attend all of my family things. With all of that happening, my weekends are pretty awesome. I really like hanging out with my family, and making YouTube videos kind of gets in the way of that. So, those are the three big reasons. Work was always taking up a lot of my time, because teaching is time consuming. Next, the pandemic ended up being really time consuming. And finally, after getting married, my family got bigger. And that's a good thing. And I'm just entering a stage in my life where I'd rather just enjoy my time sitting around and talking with people, instead of trying to edit video on the weekends. I know you all know this already. I like the writing and talking part of making these videos. I hate the editing part. Editing videos, I'm so bad at it, I'm so slow, and I've always just been trying my best, but I I really am ready to say goodbye to this editing stuff. So, I have covered the three reasons for the official close of the channel, work, pandemic, family. Talked about it for a few more minutes now, I want to get a little bit nostalgic here, and for posterity, or maybe just for myself so I can look back on this in the future, I want to talk a little bit about why I'm so happy about this channel and why it really will always be one of the most important things in my life. So about nine years ago, a handful of things happened. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. My brother moved to the Philippines. I was recovering from a breakup from this long-term relationship that hurt me a lot. I, I was depressed. I don't mean that I had like major depression. I think I was just very sad because I was dealing with so many things. So I was feeling depressed. And then, not knowing what to do with myself, I thought that making these videos would be a new outlet. This would accomplish a few goals. I could play some games, which is what I like to do, uh, but I could also share the videos with my brother in the Philippines. Since the Philippines is something like 13 hours ahead of my time zone, my brother and I wouldn't always be able to talk on the phone or get on Discord or whatever. So it seemed like a fun idea that I could just make a video, drop it on the internet, and he'd be able to check it out later. With my family being my audience, There were a few personal guidelines that i stuck with when i started to make these videos number one minimize bs try not to have too much filler in the video number two stay clean for the most part maybe one day my other family members will start watching these videos and even if they don't find them funny i don't want them to be ashamed of what we've made so the content has to stay clean and number three stay positive try not to make content that hurts people and then something crazy happened a lot of people started to subscribe like thousands and i know I know thousands isn't a lot if you try to compare that to some of these big channels out there with millions of subscribers, but but having some subscribers meant a lot to me. It still means a lot over the years. I have so much pride and appreciation, and sure, it's it's fun to look at a YouTube channel and watch the subscriber numbers go up, yeah, but what I got out of it was that even during these times when I was feeling sad, I was able to make a joke, and someone on the internet would comment and like the video and... And it felt good to imagine that I was able to brighten someone's day. On top of that, people would comment and say nice things on the videos and that would lift me up. And I know this probably sounds really dumb, but I was going through a tough time and this was a way for me to connect. At first it was just a good distraction and I needed distractions. But then it really was a way to reconnect with people when I was feeling a little bit lonely. And sure. Social media, the internet, I know, it's not a perfect substitute for in-person interactions, but it was helpful for me. The people that watch these videos, all their comments, their jokes, their messages, they really helped me through that tough time. I appreciate that. So I do wanna say thank you to, to the viewers, subscribers, commenters throughout the years. You really helped me out. To my family members that watch the occasional video, you really helped me out too. And my final note is that I wanna say, that I'm really proud of how this channel ended up, because the people that comment on here, in general, are so positive. Yeah, I know, if you, if you scroll through the comments, you're eventually going to find some losers that are writing some ignorant messages, but for the most part, this channel attracted positivity. The people that stayed generally wrote nice things to each other, and in a world that seems like it's falling apart, sometimes just watching people be nice to each other, watching people write nice things to each other, that's the kind of stuff that That's the kind of stuff that gives me hope. Man, I really think I could go on with this, but my dog is starting to whine at me, and I think he really needs to go for a walk. So I'm going to go walk this dog. Oh, wait, I didn't even mention that. We got a dog. His name's...